You are listening to Get Real Podcast.
so part of what we do on the tour is something called search and rescue, okay? Okay. And other people, uh, for, in, incidentally, if you have listeners who are not necessarily Christian or they're sitting on the fence, my first thing that I'd like to say to you guys is, Good for you for hanging in there, okay? You're listening to a podcast where they talk about God. These guys are pretty open-minded. You just hang in there, and you question everything, and you find out who God is, 100%. You find out. This tour, we let artists who are atheist agnostic, if they're, as long as they're about showing love to the community, they're welcome. You're welcome to come with us. you got to sit through a Bible study once a week with us, but we don't require that you participate. We just ask that you sit there, okay? Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Be respectful. And uh, and so just, you know, if you guys just hold on, man, because I promise you that God is real and he's got your back. Um, and he probably doesn't look like anything that what you've been presented with. Yeah. Um, so just hang in there. That's one. Two, we, the story I want to tell real quick is we were in Las Vegas. And this is a city that we just had one heck of a time even booking, getting in for us to play. The city is so overshadowed, thick, heavy with demonic influence, it's not even funny. Mm -hmm. And you can tangibly feel it when you kind of drive into that city. But anyway, we were going out to do a search and rescue, and I was with one of our one of our other staff members and an artist, and we were supposed to meet up with the rest of our crew at Jack in the Box. And so we're headed towards Jack in the Box, and Sam and Damon and I are right in the car, and Sam misses his turn into the Jack in the Box. And so we turn around in this apartment complex, and there's this woman, and she's walking down the side of the street, and she's got mascara running down the sides of her face, like just thick, black, dark, chunky mascara running down her face. And um, Sam Kislow has been one of my best buddies for a long time. But I looked at him, and he looked at me, and he's like, I'm turning around, Mel. You know, because I can't not chase after this woman. You know, mm -hmm. I just, my heart, I can't, I can't not chase after her. And that's literally what we did. She ended up walking across the street and walking around and walking back and coming back around. And then we lost her, and Sam saw her, and she's like, she's in the bathroom. And so I go into the bathroom with this jack-in-the-box in Las Vegas, and I don't really know how to start this conversation with this woman, but, the like, God has got his foot on the back of my neck. Like, you have to talk to this woman. You have to talk to this woman. And so <laughs> I walk in the bathroom, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> you know, and she's in the stall, and I'm, like, you know, pretending that I have to go to the bathroom, too, <laughs> so it's not to be so awkward. <laughs> And um, she's like, um, I'm good. What's happening? And so we start conversing back and forth. And I made her, basically, I ended up making a total stranger promise me that she would come back out and talk to me within the next 10 minutes. Why? Right? And then I go outside uh, because she just wanted to be alone in that bathroom for a minute. And so I go back outside. And I don't know how to explain this to you guys, but again, the Holy Spirit is like, you can't leave her alone in that bathroom. You have to go back in there. And I'm arguing with God. I'm like, God, this is weird. I'm embarrassed. This is very strange. I know how this looks. And he's like, just go in there. I'm with you. And so I go back in there, and she is shooting up heroin in the bathroom at this jack-in-the-box. 
And um, she comes out. Finally, I get her to come out. We have an instant connection through some of the things that have happened in our life. And before you even know it, within 20 minutes, we're into some deep-rooted heart work. I mean, like, and that's how it goes sometimes. Sometimes you have time for a little fluff in your life. Mm -hmm. But usually with the people that we, Harry and I especially, are called to sort of minister to, it's you get right to the heart work that quick. Because sometimes people don't have that long. You know what I mean? They just, they don't have that much time. And so this woman comes out and we talk and her wrist has been broken by um, a person in her life that honestly shouldn't be there. And, And her wrist has been broken and we pray for her wrist to be healed. And you can feel the warmth of the Holy Spirit come through and begin to fix, mend, and heal the 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 ligaments and the bones in her wrist. Oh. And um, we rub some oil on it and and pray for her there. And the point is this: at the end, we couldn't have her in our car uh, because there's rules and regulations about that. We don't want to put other people in a place of getting in trouble with the law. Right. So basically, right. basically, I said, well, Sam and Damon are going to follow me. <clears throat> in the car and I'm going to walk with you to where you need to go and of course the guys are following behind just to make sure that nothing happens to us uh, like the gentlemen that they are but this woman grabs my hands and she says I went into that bathroom to overdose and kill myself she said if you hadn't if you hadn't showed up and you hadn't talked to me I would be dead right now so thank you so much and I had the opportunity to explain to her that that was the power of the living God then it was the Holy Spirit that came and that God loved her so much that he sent a crazy person, you know, halfway across the country just for her. I was there just for her. We were literally in that town just for her. Not one person really showed up to our show. We didn't have a big turnout as far as that goes. We, we played to an empty hall, okay? Hmm. But we were there for that woman, and, and I, I won't reveal her name, but... You know, she is living a good life, and I'm grateful to God every single day for that. But this is the kind of stuff that we experience on the road. And that's just one story, and that's one person that the, this year has impact on. Um, and there are literally thousands. Some of them still message me on Facebook Messenger. Some of them still message Harry on Facebook Messenger. But that is just one story. And every artist that comes out on the road, every single one of them can give you at least one account of somebody's life that got changed because they were obedient to the Lord when he said, hey, I want you to go on this tour that doesn't pay anything. (laughs) You know, that sets up in grass, that does shows for towns that only have 1,300 people in them. And it's a tool. It's a ministry. And if you look at it, it's very much like what our Messiah did where he's sitting at wells and talking to, you know, Samaritan women and... Mm -hmm running through towns, you know, healing guys that have been sitting by the gate for 30 years. And do you, do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, wow. It looks a lot like our king, and that's what I love about it. Is And it's not us. We're It's not us. It's him doing it through this vehicle. Like, there, it's not us in any way, shape, or form. All we did was go, here I am, send me. At some point, we Isaiah 6 the heck out mm-hmm. of things and said, here I am, send me. And we and he said, okay, cool. I want you to go on this tour called the Extreme Tour. And then you look at it, and you go, what? <laughs> but then you do it, and all this stuff starts happening, and we see God move every day on the road. Why, Harry? We have to. Go ahead. There you go. I'm sorry I talked so long. Yeah, no, no, that was great. That was amazing. 
we watch God show up every day because we literally have to. Like, we have to depend on him. Um, we literally depend on him for everything, for the connections in the cities, for the artists that have enough faith to step out and give this thing a whirl. A lot of artists, you know, they're not really thrilled about, oh, you're not going to pay me? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, sometimes I'm no different. You know, we got offered a show to play this past weekend, and I really wanted to go do it. We just had other things going on. It wasn't really so much the money issue, but... You know, I'm just saying when you when you present artists with that, you know, would you would you still do it for no money? You know, they they kind of go, eh. But here's the thing: uh, we've never seen the righteous begging for bread, and mm-hmm. uh, I've watched just in the last two weeks. I've watched. Well, let's just go back since December first. I've watched three artists that were on the tour last year. One of them just got a record deal. The other one opened up for Nappy Roots and is now doing his second video. And the other one has won some major award. He'll probably end up being signed before the end of the year. And that's just the three that I can think of right now. Oh, yeah. Another one um, got offered a big tour spot with uh, Decipher Down and Chaotic Resemblance. And got signed to a record label. Yeah, so well, they're signed to management. So there's, I, I think I think the bands that come out they they definitely benefit from it. I think they learn a lot from it, and I but I think it lets them know that there's still a higher call beyond the industry. You know what I mean? Right, right. It teaches them to do with their heart. You know, as I was preparing yesterday for this interview that we're having today, the Lord led me to Isaiah chapter fifty-eight, verse ten, and I really believe that this verse encapsulates what you guys are seeing right now with the blessing that's occurring in your life. It's what I pray that Dan and I start to see in our lives as we we're taking baby steps still in, in what we're doing uh, with the, with the podcast. And we really appreciate you get guys being on with us. But in Isaiah 58, 10, it says this, and if you draw out your, thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity and thy darkness be as the noonday. And really what success is in the spirit is feeding the afflicted soul. And when you do that, what this really spoke to me is that as we put ourselves out there in faith to what many people might think that we're doing is foolish, you know, we don't get paid to do this. We, we spend money doing this, but that's not, we're not trying to be popular. We don't want to be the most popular podcast because, hey, those are two really cool guys. We want people's lives to be changed and to be touched. And that's drawing every time we do this, every time you guys go out on that tour, I believe that that is the drawing out of your soul to the afflicted. And what happens is that you come out of that obscurity. You come out of, it's kind of like, oh, wow, who are these people and where did they come from? And God begins to bless, not because of you, but because of your obedience to him and because He wants to lift you up, not for you and not for yourself, not for Dan, not for I, not for ourselves, but so that we can continue to draw out our soul more to the afflicted. I just, I don't think that God uses us like because of our abilities. He uses us in spite of our limitations. Like that's, that's the only way that we can be for sure that he's the one that's glorified is when he uses us to do things that we're not equipped to do or that we don't even understand what we're walking into. And as far as the blessings that come, you know, I used to think that when somebody donated 500 bucks to us, that that was success. And that was the blessings for obedience. 
I've since found that that's really not the case. It's 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 the relationships, and it's I mean, there's somewhere in the Bible that talks about the goal. The goal can only be the salvation of souls, and we there's there's a ripple far beyond anything that we can even see or think about when we're obedient, and that's the level of our success as a band and as followers of Messiah. Is are we obedient to what He's asking us to do? Even if we don't understand it, even if we don't know where everything's coming from, I mean, what can man do to us? You know, <laughs> like mm -hmm. I, there's nobody that can do anything worse to us than what we've done to ourselves in our former life. Like, what am you know, big deal? What am I? What am I giving up to follow Messiah? I'm, I'm not giving up anything. He, he's already redeemed us. He's already pulled us out of the muck and the mire. It's the very least we can do is whatever he's asking us to do. You know, we've never starved. We've never slept out in the rain. I mean, not since we followed him. I mean, we have when we were living on our own devices. You know, we've, mm -hmm. you know, literally put ourselves through hell. But when we've come come under the direction of, of the Most High, you know, he, he definitely takes care of us. And it's it's pretty exciting. So I guess that's the benefit. It's it's the it's the relationships. We always say that the relationships are the currency of the kingdom, um, and I, I don't really fully grasp what that means, but I, I know it's true. I, I have a thousand stories of of just being uncomfortable and doing what God's asked me to do. How it's how it's say literally saved people's lives and how it's blessed us. Well, that's uh, I have an observation. I'm really impacted by you guys. This is above my spiritual pay grade. By a long time. That makes two of us today. Um, but the over the last few years, there's been um, post cult. I know Glenn and I did a lot of thinking about what is right doctrine and what is um, how do you please God and what is wrong and you know you you see these uh, prosperity yeah. preachers, yeah, and you sit there and you go, okay, the prosperity preachers and all this stuff that is just wrong. There is no stronger prophetic rebuke than when somebody actually goes and does and literally becomes the hand and feet of the Lord. It, it's beautiful. It is such a, um, the whole, oh, we got to go brand ourselves. We have to do this. Success is the goal. We're going to be on tour. We're going to get better known. We're going to have all these things going on. And I've seen with you guys and with there's a missionary in a country that I won't mention um, that I felt honored to even hear from. And then just, you know where it's at, where I see God moving? The way that people are always like, how do we bring revival? How do we do this stuff? And they're building buildings and they're branding and they're doing all these things. And God bless them. They probably have their hearts somewhere. And yeah. But what I see with you guys, with this missionary and with like one other person and group is a, a preeminence. It's like in the places where people, they're like, y'all are kind of like, we ain't got nothing or we, we don't, you know, but w we love the Lord and we're going to go and do, and we, we don't feel that adequate. We don't, there, there's nothing there. So it's, it's God doing that. You're so transparently in that humble position that, that it's just beautiful. There was a, um, a prison in, um, in Louisiana, I believe it was called Angola. And I, was in tears a few years ago. I just listened to some of the testimonies coming out of it on YouTube. And we've talked about doing a, a podcast yeah. about some of the things. And these guys, some of them were in there for life, but they had nothing else. They didn't have a hope. 
And then all of a sudden, Christ just became preeminent to them. Yeah, it was like, and the, it was like this whole thing of going like, I'm not getting out of here. I don't have a life. There is no distraction. I can't really find drugs very easily in this part of the prison. I can't, I, I have nothing. And then somebody gave them a Bible. Somebody gave them the gospel. And then they just started loving the Lord with, with a, um, uh, a poverty about everything else or a chosen poverty and, and without distraction. And when he became preeminent, then that the 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 kingdom just started expanding. They started getting blessed. Things started happening. Their lives were changed. They had joy. They all these things. And I've seen that. I see that the marks of that with you guys. And it's very exciting. And it's in frankly, it is intimidating. I don't want to say that in the wrong way because my skepticism with doctrine, my skepticism with church, my when I go and I'm looking for the right way. And when I see just even those testimonies that I hear from y'all, and I really do mean, I hope y'all hear my sincerity. I'm, I'm just, I'm not buttering y'all up. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about what the Lord is doing through you. And I don't see it very often. And it impacts me so um, deeply and challenges me very deeply in my own faith about how far I am away from that preeminence. And I, I've been in that position where I said, I don't want anything other than what God wants me. I have engraved on the inside of this right here, Glenn, on the inside of this ring that mm-hmm. here am I, send me, you know, yeah. Isaiah verse. And I, out of where I went doctrinally, where I went, that was, that was, I laid that down. In a way it was stolen or taken and tainted, mm-hmm. but in a way it was also me just being like jaded or choosing unforgiveness. Anyway, that y'all are impacting and ministering to me. And I know to you, Glenn, I know that look it's in, a, in a big way. So thank you for thank you for um, having such um, a what do you call it? A, um, a fumigation, a, 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 the presence of God is on y'all in such a beautiful way. And it's it's really Aww. it's um, convicting. It's beautiful. It's pungent. Yeah. And um, just, you know, I'm really going to pray for y'all. But y'all. You'll move me in a way. This missionary that I talked to you talked to is in another country. I'm not going to mention it. I barely can mention anything, but he's in a, they're in a really, really, really dangerous place. And they have to be in what you were talking about of trusting of God. And they have to do it on a daily basis. He can't openly do hardly anything. And the, when he tells me what God does, I'm like, Whoa, we got all these ministries that are sitting around. They're like, oh, we're going to use seeker sensitivity to draw a crowd so we can right. get money to build a big building or we're going to, we're going to, um, change this or maybe psychologically and do something with a different color of carpeting or, or, uh, you know, chandelier. And, and, um, and those things are all fine, whatever. But when you see just Christ moving, you know, and you went out, look, y'all went out looking and that girl was going to kill herself. You know, and I'm sure y'all could do a um, a 47 hour continuous podcast on oh, just testimonies, testimonies of people, uh, and and y'all wouldn't want to do it because after a while you'd feel like, oh, we're just talking about us and how good we're. But God's I mean, doing those, that stuff. Those two listeners might enjoy it. You know? oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it. But here's the thing: there's a couple things I want to say. The first is I have a word from the Holy Spirit for you, Dan. And you said, when you said to uh, us, you said, this is above my spiritual pay grade. I literally saw God dropping gold into your lap. And so he's raising your pay grade. Okay. 
So that's what all this is about, is raising your pay grade, if that's the words you want to use for it. Basically, he's increasing that for you. Um, and because there's, I believe there's a desire in your heart to see these things happen through you as the vessel as well. And so that's kind of what I got for you. The second thing is, is that it's not hard. It's all it is, is taking God in his word. It's literally taking him at his word. When he says things like, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And, his righteousness. and then all these things will be added unto you. It says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Like, if you delight yourself in him, what's funny is that, like, all the things you thought you desired and that you wanted, those things slip away, and your desires become his desires. Mm -hmm. Like, his desires become your desires. It's this crazy interchange that happens where your heart gets fixed and, 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 and changed from, you know, a heart of stone to a heart of flesh and how he, he writes his desires on your heart, and then you have this huge pull in you to do these things, and you don't understand why. And, um, you know, we were in Salem, Oregon again, and Harry's like, Mel, why do, we have to, why do we have to go to the camps? I don't understand why we have to go looking after these people in the camps, out in the brush where there's snakes and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know either, except that this is what the Holy Spirit is saying that we should do. And there was a huge impact that came from that, too, on this one guy's life. Because he leaves the 99 to go find the one. He does. Like, that's not... And it's literally taking him at his word. His word, it's called the Bible, the basic instructions before leaving earth, you know? Like, we got to, like, look at it and go, this is how I love God and he loves me and how we can hang out together, right? Like... Because I want to hang out with my creator. I want to hang out with him. I want to be in that place where I can hang out with him. And so if I want that, then I'm going <clears> to <throat> do the things that he says to do in order for us to hang out. And then these miraculous things happen. And it's like no eye has seen, no ear has heard, you know, what loving the Father, what that is going to do, you know, what that looks like. I totally botched that scripture. But I'm sure other people know what it is. <laughs> you know, so don't limit yourself to what, your mind can wrap itself around that he wants you to do. You have no idea. There might be some guy that ends up tapping into your podcast over in Zimbabwe, and it revolutionizes the entire nation. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to limit myself on what it is that God can do with the things that he gives me in the first place that I go, okay, these are yours anyway. I'm just a steward of this voice. I'm just a steward of these words. I'm just a steward of this body. You know, like, so I'm going to, I'm going to look at it and I'm going to go, what is it that you want me to do? Now I'm a human and some days I want to lay in bed because the weapons that the enemy tosses at me and throws at me are depression and apathy. He throws those at me and they're fiery darts that I literally have to pray myself out of. And it's hard and I fail some days. I'm not even going to lie to you guys, you know, but I, I know I've seen with my own eyes what God is. Can, has done and can do, and and I and I see what it's like to be his weapon, his servant, his his vessel. You know what I mean? And I'm sold out. Like I told you guys, I'm a Holy Spirit junkie. I'm sold out. You know? Yeah. Like if I don't hear from him, it's better for me to be dead, in my opinion. That's just how I feel. Everything that you guys have said is something that I'm gonna ha just have to continue. I can't wait to go back and listen to this again, Dan. Yeah. Because there's just so much in it, and I want to encourage all of our listeners, wherever they are in the world, if you don't know God, if you are pursuing 
Christ and trying to deepen that relationship, go back and listen to what they're saying over and over and over again. And that's one of the things that I really appreciate about where God has brought us with the Get Real podcast. This is a get real moment for both Dan and I, where our faith is being, everybody we've talked to has opened up something new to us. We're learning as we do this. This is not Dan and Glenn, the spiritual experts. May we take our next call, please. Oh, you know, welcome to the Get Real podcast. We're going to tell you you know, what we think everything says. We don't know it all. When you go back to our first edition, that's basically what we said. Is we, we don't know it all. Yeah. And coming, and it's such a blessing. I, I have to say that it is an honor for us to be talking to you today, to be learning from your faith, to be learning from the things that you've done, learning from your obedience in the Lord, and learning from you. And these are things that I am going to take and I am going to start to practice and develop on a deeper level. Hey, guys, I don't know if you had any other questions for Mel, but if, if so, now's the time because she has to leave, but I can stay on here with you for a little bit. Okay. So I don't know if you wanted to say goodbye or ask her anything else, but she has an appointment. Okay. Well, thank Mel, you so thank much. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you. I appreciate the, the words. May that... the God of all peace, may he bless you guys and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. His countenance go before you and he give you a shalom or his wholeness of peace. We love you, and we bless you, and we hope we see you when we come through uh, North Carolina or South Carolina. South Carolina, that's right. You're coming to South Carolina in June, correct? That's correct. All right, and you're going to you're gonna have to come here. We're going to have to bring you in studio. I'll rearrange the furniture like my wife said I need to do. If we have listeners that want to help you guys or they want to help the tour or find uh, your, your, your art, your merchandise, anything that you have, how can they... Um, how can they find you or how can how can people donate or help or support? What can they do? Um, well, we have a PayPal, but I don't have it off the top of my head. I could probably message it to you, and if, if you want to post it at some point, you can. We'll do that um, for you. Other than that, you can, um, you can buy our music um, on Amazon. I prefer Amazon or iTunes. And we get all, you know, $6 of that, so uh, that would be great. Other than that, I, you know, merch, it's all kind of a local deal. If, if you see us and we come to your town, I'll try to make sure that the name of your town is on the back of the T-shirt for you so that you'll have something to, to take home and remember the show. Other than that, we don't really do a whole lot of fundraising, although when I get on the road, I get a little antsy, so you might see it pop up more often. We'll be like, help! <laughs> but we're okay right now, I suppose. Uh, I I thought about trying to start a an Indiegogo because we really wanted to use our producer to do the next three songs that we have ready, but uh, I didn't feel right asking. I see a lot of bands asking everybody for money to go into the studio and produce music. I've, I've, I don't know how I feel about that right now. So, But uh, if, if, I don't know if you want to help. You know, just get a hold of us. We'll, we'll find a way. <laughs> or you can send a check. <laughs> I don't know. No, that's cool. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah, we'll no, make a tag. I'm not, not going to worry about it. And you guys are on Facebook too, correct? Yeah. And how can our listeners find us? Find you on Facebook? Uh, just look for Filthy Rags. Just put that in the search bar. I think the call, is, I think it's Isaiah 64, 6, we are. It's an old Facebook page. It's active, but I don't. I think I don't think it's filthy rags. I think it's 
facebook.com backslash Isaiah 646 we are but most people just type type in the search engine filthy rags and we're pretty easy to find awesome well what we're going to do for our listeners to help them find you during the month of April we're going to feature you as our prophetic artist of the month on the lithos cry website and we're going to put all the links to the things that you guys have including uh, if you Harry if you can send me the PayPal account information because you guys are are definitely a ministry worthy of support yeah. Um, in what you're doing in your outreach to souls. And again, as I said, Dan and I, we've been honored today to talk to you. There's a lot to chew on. And Harry, when you come through in Charleston over the summer, we're going to bring you guys into the studio. We're going to talk again and have you live in the studio and, and do that. We will do our best. Uh, we have a pretty tight schedule. I'm, I'm hoping that we can make that happen. Um, I don't know how far you are from South Charleston, and I don't even know if we have a gap, but you know, if we could even do an event somewhere closer to you, you know, we're always looking for coordinators willing to, to bring in a tour. So maybe we could talk through that. I, I know that we still have some um, some openings for this year on the East Coast. So okay. maybe we could talk about that, you know, in the next 30 days and look at our schedules and see what we can make happen. Dan, do you have anything else? Uh, no, I'm just kind of blown away. I'm looking forward to re-listening to this. Yeah, this and, is uh, going to be one I'm going to be replaying over and over again. And for those of us... Well, I want to give you a word of encouragement, too. Because when, if I have to sit here and think about everything I have to do in the next six months and think about, you know, what it's going to be like and what do I have to give up, and I'll, I'll drive myself crazy, you know. So I think that I think that today, like, the present is... A, like, today's a gift. That's why they call it the present. And I think that, you know, the word's clear that something like he, he, he renews our strength daily. We really have to stay in, in today. We really have to stay in and keep in tune with what the Holy Spirit is telling us today. And today turns into seven days, and seven days turns into a month, and a month turns into a, you know, 12 months turns into a year, and before you know it, you know, things happen. So, I you know, don't don't struggle. Don't struggle so hard. And uh, I, I, I think that just... For you to have me on your show is is amazing, and we're blown away that you would even ask a couple of old junkies to be on your radio show and, and talk about what we're doing because we're just really not that important. And so I think what you're doing is probably going to have a farther reach than we will. So be confident in what the Lord's calling you to do. I get jealous of bands who I feel like they're making it. You know what I mean? You know, a, yeah. good, uh, a, a band that I played with, we used to do shows with back in 2014. You know, I don't think I need to tell you who it is, but the drummer is playing drums for Skillet right now. <laughs> so I can often be like, well, why can't that be me? You know, but God's got a plan for me and he's got a plan for you. And so I, I have to worry. I, I, I'm constantly having to check myself going, I do not need to be jealous of people. Like that's, that's just a tool of the enemy. So I, I, I believe that God's got a high call on your life, and he, he's, he's using you right now just to do what you're doing. So don't ever feel like you're below anybody. Or I think uh, Paul criticized Timothy, like, you know, don't, don't have anybody talk down to you because you're, you're young. And sometimes young is, we could be spiritually young. You know, I wake up every day with, with fears and doubts and don't know how I'm going to do this. And, you know, I, I'm unsure about myself, but I know that that's just another trick that the enemy uses. Harry, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you so much. And for those of our listeners that want to find out more about Filthy Rags, 
check out uh, their Facebook page and you can go to our website at lithoscry, L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y.com. That's lithoscry.com. And Dan, I am just going to enjoy what Harry and Mel have given us and meditate on that for the next couple of days and keep listening to this. It'll be a fun edit. You know, <laughs> when you're editing, you listen to it over and we go and do that and, and you get to really uh, delve into it. So thank you so much. We, we, we talked about knowing what an um looks like in waveform. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Harry. And to our listeners, we will be back with you shortly. Shortly.